Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Football Fig Nuts podcast. This is episode number 209 overall, but if you keep track by season, this is the 15th episode of season five. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. And we are back, Craig, after another good week. I don't know about you, but I made money this week. You did make money this week. I broke even this week. I went a little too right, heavy with the same players, and that's what happens if they don't do well. So That's it. That's exactly it. I actually, I'll tell this funny story before we even get into drinks. I finished, I had uh, I had one pool. It was a double up and it was a top 10 we're going to win. It was a 23-man pool, 10 win. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in eighth and I've only got one guy in the four o'clock game. So I'm like, there's no way. I'm looking at I'm like, oh, I'm only, I'm only in the money by like four points. There is no way I win this pool. That sucks. <laughs> and it was the heaviest betting pool I'd put. It's the most money I put into a pool this weekend. I go back like in the fourth quarter to four o'clock game and I'm still in eighth place oh. and I'm still exactly two points about the pay line. And I'm okay. like, how in the fucking hell am I still in this goddamn pool? And that's when I look, the one guy I've got is like 86% owned and everybody who's anywhere near me has one guy. Oh. So you know what? Here's a, here's a little tip. If somebody's 86% owned and everybody's got one guy going, you don't have to go team by team. It's probably that guy. <laughs> it's probably. And so I so literally the thing was Kareem Hunt. So I would see I would see Kareem Hunt rushes for 2 yards, everybody's score would go up by 0.2 and nobody would change positions. <laughs> and I did I did I ended up finishing 8th at that pool I'm like that never happens. Never in a million years am I am I do I do I run into a pool like that. So high ownership actually saved my ass in one pool this week. But all right, but first, let's start where we always start. Craig, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so tonight I have a can of beer called the Monkster Mash Pumpkin Ale. Ooh. By, okay. Um, this is by Spencer Brewery in Spencer, Massachusetts. Really. Yes, it is a, and on the side of the can, all it says is about the beer, ale brewed with pumpkins, pumpkin and spices. So, well, that's uh, <laughs> just right to the point. It really, it? it really is. I reported in the glass, so there's no, there's no sound effect. So yeah, this is a very, see, like almost like a honey kind of looking color. There is definitely light penetration because I can't see my finger through it. So let's see here. Okay. Well, he's just tasting that. I'm going to admit that I am going soft drink tonight just because I have one of those weeks at work where there is no easy day. Like tomorrow, I have like six meetings. They're all in the morning until like two o'clock. And I'm like, I can't afford to have so a beer So does that tonight. mean you do need beer though? Cause I'll that's need one tomorrow night. <laughs> I'll need one tomorrow night. But the way I've been feeling this week, I've just been so tired. It's, it's a change of seasons. It starts getting darker earlier and my brain just can't cope. And I love it. I love the fact that I can open my window right now and it's like 45 degrees in my bedroom. I love it. <laughs> but, you know, it's it, right now it's uh, it, it's it's, you know, for work reason, work reasons. I'm just, I'm taking the night off. I've got some Gatorade Zero over here. So oh, there you go. I couldn't get into All right, so tell me about Zero. This. Um, so this is this is basically exactly what the can says. It is a okay. it's an ale with pumpkin. It's, there's definitely a pumpkin flavor and there are some like almost cinnamony kind of spice, uh, maybe some allspice. Uh, it's very easy to drink. This is kind of, when we went to Aspatuck to try their pumpkin ale, this is what I thought yeah. it was going to taste like. Okay. Um, well, we haven't been there in a while. Oh, wait, no, we have been to Aspatuck. For some reason, I have Voracious in my head when you said that. We have not been to Voracious in a while, no. 
As a matter of fact, I believe it's been about a year because I think we went last October. You, me, and and my wife sat in the corner because they had um, the windows of the office were filled with spooky stuff, and one I... of them made me jump because I didn't realize it wasn't a real person. Wait, was that last year or was that three years ago? Because time is like oh my messed god, up in my I head. don't know. Time, it might have. I think exist. it was pre-COVID. So it, it might went... have been twenty. It might have been twenty nineteen. <laughs> it might have been two full years ago. So all right, we'll have to look at it. So all right, well, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. So so this is thumbs up. Thumbs up, and I do have a can for you to try. Nice. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, that's the worst thing. I have this busy week at work, and I have to work Sunday night. So I'm not going to be able to do football with you guys on Sunday, which is going to annoy the crap out of me. i got to work Sunday 4 to 8. And yeah, that's a long, Well, no, I mean, that's not a long day, but it's right in the middle of the day. It's But that's exactly it. Exactly it. What am I supposed to do? Come party with you guys from 12 to 3, sober up, and go to work from 4 to 8? <laughs> sure. <laughs> and it's not like it's not like brainless work. This is like like planning meetings and, and shit. I actually have to be involved. I'm like, oh, I tried so hard to talk my way out of it. I just don't feel like doing it. But All right, anyway, let's get to burning hot takes. Greg, right, what do you got for me this week? All right. I'll, I'll, hold on. I had it up. Let's see if I can get it back. Come on. Okay, so after last week, a big thing I saw repeatedly online, because that's where everyone, you know, because the internet's always right about everything. Correct. Is that it's time for the Eagles to give up the uh, Jalen Hurts experiment and find another quarterback. Really? Really? Is this this just typical fan outrage, or are the Eagles, or do the Eagles need, like, a complete reset with everything? You know... Here's the thing. I don't feel like I don't feel like he's been that that terrible. Am I am I crazy? Uh, I mean, cons- with what he has to play with, I don't think he's been that bad. There's definitely been worse. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, all right. So I'm I'm pulling up his his numbers from this year. I keep forgetting that that they actually played Kansas City this year. <laughs> They beat Atlanta. They beat Carolina. In their only wins are on the road. They've lost three out of three home games. But those three home games were San Francisco, Kansas City, and Tampa. All right, let's see here. Uh, two sixty-four for three and zero picks. One ninety. Three twenty-six for two and two. Three eighty-seven for two touchdowns and no picks. One ninety-eight in a pick. One fifteen in a pick. All right. So if you go based off the last two weeks, he's terrible. He's only thrown for a combined 313 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. His quarterback rating is somewhere around 60. Um, I don't think it's time you give up the ship on him, though. You got Tampa's a solid defense, and and he gave them a chance. No, I, I'm not. I'm not jumping ship on Jalen Hurts. I'm really not. I'm really not. I understand the skepticism. I understand why people are concerned. There's a guy in one dynasty league who's been chasing him on me for since we got him. Mm-hmm. And then after I think it was the um, after the San Francisco game, all of a sudden I was like, hey, I, I saw you were looking and he made us a solid offer too, and then pulled it back. And I was like, hey, were you making me an offer for Hertz? And he was like, yeah, man, I'm back off of Hertz. I'm like, really? Because you've been making me a really bad offer a week for the last year and a half. <laughs> like, and when I say bad offer, I mean like I'll send you Dan Arnold. <laughs> And my 2022 <laughs> first round. Uh, he's still he's, there. There you go. Yeah. He's a young quarterback. He's still. No. Send me like three picks and Travis Kelsey and we'll talk. It's a dynasty. You yeah. know, I 
Yeah, Dynasty's a different beast. I think the last offer, and he pulled it right before I could see it, was he offered us something. It was it was something insane, like Devontae Adams, Kadarius Tony, and his one or two pick next year. And I'm like, that'll talk about <laughs> because there's there's a lot of potential there too. But you know, he pulled it back. He was like, no man, I'm backing off Jalen. Hurts. So no, I'm not jumping off the Jalen Hurts claim. Am I am I saying go buy him? Absolutely not. I am not saying go buy Jalen Hurts, but I'm also not going to sit here and say, eh, I'm ready to give up on him. You know, I mean, the team is not good. And they just traded away Zach Ertz. That's true. So, yeah, it, yeah, so I think it really has to do with what he has around him. Yeah. And overall, they are not a stupendous team right now. They are not the team that went to the Super Bowl <laughs> not that long and, ago either. <laughs> and that's what people don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. People don't want to hear that they're not. And that's the thing. No, every this is as is everybody. This is this is football fans in general right here, right? Don't tell me my team isn't a contender. Well, guess what? Your team's not a contender. Not anymore. I will tell you that. <laughs> they are not a contender. Sorry. Have a nice day. Feel better. It's like you remember. You know, this is this is baseball. You remember way back when when the the the, uh, the Rays were like the best team in baseball and they won the World Series. Yeah. And then everyone left. Yep. <laughs> and then that off season, then the following year they were terrible. Yep. So, yeah. And guess what? That's the nature of football. Yep. That is the nature of football. You win a championship, so... everyone wants more money and your team cannot afford everyone usually. Yeah. Speaking of people who can't afford, my question for you mm-hmm. is the um the rumor train is starting to to hypen up as we are getting closer to the uh trade deadline. Yeah. I think it's next week, isn't it? Um I think it's so or it's like right it's around the corner. Two weeks. I think it's the end of October, right? The the biggest, yeah, the biggest uh the biggest rumor monger has been to Sean Watson by a mile. But today, the spun by Sports Illustrated, which is the worst title of a page I've ever seen. The spun? Yeah, no. I, I don't know. That's not proper proper English. <laughs> um, the spun is saying the latest rumors are Tua Tagliavoa. I still can't say his name. Going to Washington. Really? Do you buy Tua going to Washington? Uh, I don't. I think... I think- the way Heineke, Heineke, damn it. I see. I can't pronounce Heineke, this. Yeah. Thank you. I think like last week he did not have a good week um, against the Chiefs. But oh yeah, I think overall the team is behind him, especially after his performance last year. So I can't see Washington making a, a switch like that. I mean, anything's possible, but yeah, I can't see that right now. I agree. I just, I, I think, I think that people love to toss stuff out there, out like there. See, so here's what happens in the sports world. One guy hears from the uncle of the cousin of the guy <laughs> who cleans the offices for the Washington Redskins. Oh, Washington football he, team. That's, thank you. Sorry about that. I apologize. <laughs> the Washington football team that while he was emptying the trash and vacuuming one night, the GM was there late. And when he switched the vacuum off, he went, are you kidding? That's what you want for Tua? Get out of here. And hung up the phone, and the guy went, oh. <laughs> so he picked up his phone and called his uncle's cousin's roommate's friend, <laughs> yep. who happens to know Adam Schechter's barber, <laughs> and sold it for like $4, sold that piece of information for $4 and a, and a pack of smokes, or 
puts it on the internet and just lets it fester. What they don't understand is 90% of the time that stuff happens, it's some guy's fantasy team. <laughs> or or there's yep. or there's or there's a special at the deli they call the Tua. And he just found out that it went up three dollars a, a unit because freaking supply shortages are rocking the country. <laughs> that's what that shit is. Because here's the thing. That's how air quotes insiders are born. Mm. Oh, but what if he's right? What if he's right? Remember when it, this happened with Jay Glazier? Remember Jay Glazier had broke some story that everyone was like, no, that's insane. The team denied it was happening. Oh my God. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I can't remember. I don't know. Oh my God. Let me see if I can find it on the fly here. I remember this from years ago. There was something with the, it was something with the Raiders. It was he reported something with the Raiders that everybody and their mother denied, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it turned out to be true, and all of a sudden he was on Fox NFL Sunday. Uh, oh, I can't find it now. I, 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 and you know maybe maybe I'm maybe I've got the wrong guy. I'll apologize if it's not Jake Glazer, but this is how insiders are born. So these guys they bank on this one time they're right. So they say two is going to Washington. Watch, it's going to happen. If they're wrong, everyone just laughs and goes, yeah, that's them being them. But if they're right, all of a sudden, they're sitting next to Adam Schechter on ESPN for a couple of weeks. And they're getting paid to do it. Yeah, no, that is that is true. So, no, I don't buy the two rumors either. So, But you know what? We're moving along tonight because we're going to debut a new mini segment. But before we could do that, we have to play America's Favorite Game. Because when we debut our new mini segment... It's going to tie into America's Favorite Game, and I don't want to ruin America's Favorite Game. So we're going to do America's Favorite Game right now. Nice. Is, is my sound coming through okay on your end? Uh, you were a little broken up before, but you're good right now. What the hell? You, you know what? You know, it, Scott might be right. What? <laughs> it might be might be Google. <laughs> it might be. So, three, 30 seconds side story. We've been playing New World. Craig, I, and our friend Scott have been playing New World. And supposedly every time I open Google Chrome, it eats so much of my bandwidth that my vocal quality goes down. Well, <laughs> I just had Google Chrome open while I was looking at the Tua rumors. Oh, you should switch so, to Firefox. See what happens. I, I, I might have to just switch. I, and I'm like, I uninstalled a whole bunch of extensions. I did all sorts of stuff on it. So I don't know. All right. America's favorite game. You want the good news? Uh, I got good news for you uh, this what's, week. What is the good news? There is no bad news. There's only good news. The good news is there's only two games over 50. Oh, that's right. We're into bye weeks. <laughs> We're into bye weeks. Two games over 50 and nothing under 42. Okay. So you get three strikes to tell me the two games that are going to be over 50. And why do we do this, Craig? Why do we do this, Britt? Oh, you're going to throw it back at oh, me. See, I, I thought, thought we were going to do those. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I thought you were going to go do one of these, you know. No, what you would explain to the audience, why is an over and under of at least 50 plus important in fantasy football? Uh, because those are the games we want to target because more than likely we are going to have people in value in those games. Absolutely. Those are the guys. If the people, if someone's scoring points in a real football game, they're scoring points in fantasy football games. That's right. And if Vegas says that this team's going to score fit this game's going to score 50 points, then there's got to be usable people in there. That's the idea behind it and it's relatively accurate. So, all right, so Craig, two games of at least 50 points combined. Okay. Talk to me. Uh, let me Three strikes. Still get your full complement of strikes. Let me just look at the schedule here. Okay. 
All right, it's definitely not going to be the Broncos. Uh, it's not the Giants. All right, we're going to have to go with the obvious. We're going to have to go with Kansas City and the, uh, Tennessee. Not only are you right, that's the highest over-under of the week. Are you ready for the number? I'm ready for the number. 56 and a half. Damn. Are you gonna are I you gonna won't. stack that game? Would you take a stack of either of those teams? No, because the only person who's usable on the Titans is Derrick Henry. Who am I stacking him with? <laughs> I guess. And the Chiefs, I don't know anybody who's usable right now. They still just look like they're not I I, I don't know what's going on. They've got no running game. Patrick Mahomes is forcing the ball into spots that no one should force the ball into. And Tyreek Hill. I, I seriously think he's high on pain pills. <laughs> did you That's, see? You did, well, this game wasn't did, the game wasn't nationally televised. He dropped two balls, one of which went right through his hands and into the hands of a a, a, a defensive back for an interception, which is two weeks in a row that's happened. But it, and he had another one that hit him in the hands. He just missed, and then he disappeared from the game for like twenty minutes with a calf injury, and then he came back in the second half and was everywhere. I'm hmm. like. Did he get high off the goofballs at halftime? I mean, what he could barely move, and he couldn't get he couldn't make his cuts in the first half. In the second half, he looked like Tyreek Hill. I mean, I'm not accusing the guy of using drugs. I mean, obviously, I'm tongue in cheek here, but seriously, I was like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Yeah, like what just because, happened? <laughs> like seriously, what happened? So I, I don't know. I want to. Yes, let's let's, let's put it this way: this game is going to be high scoring. Yes. Derrick Henry is going to be Derrick Henry. Well, we'll talk about his his value in the in the next segment. Derrick Henry's going to he's probably a must use in every cash pool this week. And he's expensive. <laughs> don't care. I've got him in. I, I don't have the metric up in front of me right now, but I'm going to guess the metrics putting him at least twenty eight to thirty points against the Chiefs, which means he needs to be ten thousand dollars to not make value. And even then, I might go value other places because I can honestly see him having 200 yards and three touchdowns without blinking an eye against the Kansas City Chiefs. They are that bad on defense. They looked better this week. They looked better, but they're still not good. I think this the, the, the cracks are starting to show in Kansas City. Uh, Let's see here. Right. So there's one more game, right? One more, and you have Ooh, all your strikes. Um, I see a couple of, of bait games, too, that you're like, oh, it could be. It could be the Cardinals against the Texans. I think for that one, you have to ask yourself, can the Cardinals score the majority of those 50 points? <laughs> Packers like, versus could, Washington. Mm. Same issue. I mean, here's the problem with those two Tempting. matchups. Yeah. If you think that game can be 40 to 10, because I don't think Washington's scoring more than 10 points. I don't think Houston's scoring more than 10 points. <laughs> uh, so this, the question you have to ask yourself is either of those games going to be so dominant by the, the the team that's favored? That's what you have to ask yourself. If the answer is yes, you should guess them. If the answer is no, then you shouldn't. Let's see. Ooh, Bengals-Ravens. That could be an interesting game. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with the team that has... Um, a quarterback as my player comeback, one of my comeback players of the year. I'm gonna go with um, Lions Rams. Lions Rams is correct. Ooh, fifty and a half. Ooh, and that was it a goes close one. <laughs> and again, that goes exactly along what I was just talking about. Right, that game is forty-five to ten Rams in my head, at least. Now, but here's the thing: 
Is this vengeance game? It, it, these are the two quarterbacks. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's I what mean, I mean. So here's so I mean, here's here's what I'm gonna say about this before yeah. you go on your. I, I'm gonna then I'm gonna hand you the mic on this one. Yeah. This is obviously a vengeance game for both of these quarterbacks. The difference is only one of the quarterbacks is good enough to pull <laughs> off a vengeance game, and it's not Jared Goff. <laughs> Listen, we all know that Cinch after the Super Bowls jinxed Goff, so that's what happened there. It's just he has no. He has uh, Swift, but other than that, I mean, do the Lions have any offensive? They have Hawkinson, but, how, but who, they, who but are the how, receivers? But, but that's like, not Goff's issue because Goff had great receivers, and he didn't do half of what Stafford's doing with them. That's Cup true. Cup and Woods are going to have better years under Stafford than they had under Goff. I don't have their numbers in front of me because I'm scared to open Google Chrome. Because Cup is on, he's on pace to have like what six over 600 yards receiving already. Through six games, mm-hmm. so that means he's on pace for over sixteen hundred yards. Seventeen hundred. Yeah. We're playing an extra game this year. Yep. <laughs> he could have a two thousand yard receiving season easily. And that's and that's the other thing about it. <laughs> it's not a secret that he's throwing there. The problem <laughs> is, who are you leaving open? Because if you leave, if you double Cooper Cup, then he's going to look at Robert Woods. And if you somehow cheat and double cover them both, then there is no one within a mile of Tyler Higby. <laughs> yep. Oh, and by the way, just in case, let's assume somehow you bribed a ref and you've got 15 men on the field. <laughs> you have to account for Daryl Henderson. He's not the greatest running back ever, but he can catch. That's true. He can catch, and if there's no one there to tackle, he's a head of steam runner. He gets six steps untouched, and he is just going to barrel. It's kind of like Jerome Bettis in that respect, except Jerome Bettis could get started on step two. Henderson (laughs) takes a little bit to get the momentum going, but if Henderson gets that momentum going, he's been tough to stop. What are you going to do? You can't. It's unstoppable. And the Lions' defense is broken, so they're in trouble. They're in for a long day. I don't know that I can take the. I, I like. I I will use Rams all day long in this game. I won't touch Detroit, and and I I you know it's funny because we all we heard about Tom Brady returns to New England vengeance. Really, wasn't that Shouldn't good of a game for even, him? They almost lost. <laughs> this is isn't this isn't this a bigger vengeance game? These two quarterbacks got traded from each other. Matt Stafford spent better part of a decade in Detroit. And they dealt him for a guy that is like a sack of potatoes. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the sack of potatoes went to the Super Bowl, which is why Detroit wanted him. And now Detroit's realizing they got a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Don't forget, Bud Light goes to the Super Bowl every year, and it's still Bud Light. Ooh. <laughs> that's Just saying. That's very true. That is somebody, very true. somebody put a picture up on the Connecticut Beer Drinkers page. They were at a bar and it was like it was craft beer menu and there was like six beers with descriptions uh-huh. that and at the bottom it just said Bud Light and the guy just puts which one doesn't belong with the others. <laughs> I was just laughing. I was like, oh. <laughs> so Craig wins America's favorite game with all of his strikes. Thank you, thank you. Which leads us into our new segment <laughs> because something miraculous happened this week, Craig. What happened? Sports betting became legal in the state of Connecticut, where just so happens you and I live. This is true. So I said to myself, I said, self, (laughs) I says, how do we capitalize off this? And so welcome to our new unnamed segment. Right now we're calling it 
picks with the source. If you're new to our show, the source is a mysterious figure who sometimes gives Craig and I beer to review, refuses to come on here for contractual reasons, but is an excellent fantasy football analyst. He sometimes feeds us little tidbits. Imagine if Adam Schechter wore an overcoat and refused to come on camera except in like a shadowy dateline kind of way, and you've got the source. The source has been looking forward to sports betting more than anybody. So I reached out to the source this week. I met, I went into this uh, abandoned garage next to an old community college, and uh, he stepped out of the shadows, and I said to him, you, and as I walked to him, he said, no, stay, stay far away. And he said to me, well, I said, well, are you worried about your identity being revealed? And he said, no, I'm worried about COVID. You stay over there. <laughs> and I, I said, source, I want to bring your knowledge to the people. Give me one game to talk about on the air. And so the source gave me one bet that he's very interested to see. And I'm going to reveal that bet. But first, I want to hear from Craig. With sports betting now legal, mm-hmm. are you going to wager any money? And what pick are you looking at? It doesn't even have to be like a guaranteed lock pick. Let me just tell you, this is this is entertainment value conversation right here. I'm not going to tell you who you should pick, but there are some picks out there that are really interesting and worth discussion. That's what I'm looking for. Maybe it's something you really want to bet. Maybe it's something you're like, huh, I wouldn't have thought the line went that way. Craig, what speaks to you in the lines um, in week seven? So this week, and this is, and now so you have to do is not try to be biased with the Bengals, so I'm picking a different game. So, sure. Well, you could be biased. That's fine too. Um, so I'm looking. Actually, I'm looking at the Thursday game. Okay. Oh no! Right. I know. I know. So unpredictable. Oh man, this is this is this is ballsy. But it's the Broncos at Cleveland. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. They're both three and three, but right now, Baker Mayfield's not playing. Nick Chubb is out. Cream Hunt is out. Beckham yeah. is probably not going to play. And they're is Jarvis beef- Landry upright. <laughs> No, he's out. <laughs> he's out. He's out too. Because he played last week, didn't he? Did he? I thought he's he still hurt. Oh, maybe he is. Maybe maybe I, I misread that. Okay. My God. They Case, no, Case Keenum is the starting quarterback for the. Browns. That was my question. Who's the quarterback? So my God, what's what's that line? Uh, so the Broncos are an underdog, and they're getting three. The Broncos. The game's in Cleveland. It's in Cleveland. The Broncos are getting three in Cleveland, and from everyone a team in Cleveland that is has broken. <laughs> And Melvin Gordon isn't. Right. Wow. So I think, I personally, I would take the Broncos getting three points. I, I think I'm going to put, I'll probably put five bucks on that. Sure, why not? That's That sounds, that's intriguing to me. I actually, I got, uh, DraftKings did one of their stupid welcome to betting um, opt-in things, which will only probably only pay me in site credit like I've bitched about before. <laughs> But I bet one dollar that uh, either Denver or Cleveland would score points. <laughs> I shit you not, they're going to give me twenty five dollars if either Denver or Cleveland scores points. Does it have to be That's... like a touchdown or a field goal, or does it matter? Points. As long as that game does not end zero zero, I win twenty five dollars. <laughs> yeah, but they're going to give it to you at site credit. I know. And you know what I'm going to do with that twenty five dollars in site credit? I'm going to play for free. That's I'm going right. to play $25 worth of bets for a dollar worth of real money and be perfectly fine with I don't care what happens with it. There you go. It's pure entertainment value for me. Uh, what? Nope. No what? No but. Well, shouldn't you bet more? Nope. <laughs> nope. Take my dollar. Give me my 25, my 25 Disney bucks 
and I'll spend it as I wish. So, uh, okay, so for my, for me, oh, crap, I had it. Now it's gone. Oh, sad. Ah, no, stop it. My computer's acting up. Now i got to pull it up again. Hold on a second. All right, so let me tell you what the source did, and I'll, okay. as I'm pulling up mine, so we can right. discuss the source. The source's intriguing pick of the week is Seattle plus five at home against the Saints. Oh. He says the Saints have been inconsistent this year and have yet to win back-to-back -back games. The last game was a win versus Washington. They're coming off their bye, but Seattle played pretty well against the Steelers team that's been playing better as of late. So he thinks Seattle plus five against the Saints. What do you think? Uh, and they're at, I would think about that because they're at home. I don't know, mm -hmm. you know, watching Geno Smith play over the years. I don't, I don't know about him in Seattle yet. I mean, he's, mm -hmm. he's a competent QB, but as a lot of watching him when he was a jet, I don't know. So that was a little iffy for me. Oh, this one, I, I, one has just jumped. I'm looking, I'm just scrolling through the lines sure. right now. And one just absolutely jumped out at me, but I'm going to scroll all the way through. So really? while, while you're scrolling, you know, a game I'm not going to touch. Yeah. What are you not touching? Uh, the Falcons at the Dolphins with the Dolphins getting two and a half. Like, you I, know, I was just looking at that as an intriguing game. You don't, the Dolphins are getting one. two and a half. I'm scared of that one. Cause I, I don't know. I don't trust either one of those teams. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing, too. All right, so you know what? My, my actually intriguing pick of the week this mm -hmm. week, and I, I did. I put a dollar on this already, um, is Bears-Bucks. The Bears are getting 12 points. What? Are they home? Uh, I think it's in Tampa. I think it's in Tampa. I'm going to go look right now, so bear with me for a second. <laughs> what have, have, have the Bears? Ha-ha! Have the Bears like in been get? I don't feel like I feel like the Bear games have been close. The Bear Let's games have all been close-ish. No, I don't want that. Why are you doing that? Okay, so they lost by ten to the Packers. They lost by eleven to the Raiders. Oh no, they beat the Raiders by eleven. They beat the Lions by ten. They lost to the Browns by twenty. Okay, so they got blown out there. They lost to the. They beat the Bengals by three, and they lost to the Rams by twenty. So their worst losses of the year were by 20 to the Rams and to the Browns. Now, Browns was week three. Yeah. Everybody was still mostly healthy there. Right. But they've stayed within two touchdowns of the Raiders. They stayed within 10 of the Packers. Do we really think the Bucs are going to blow them out by more than 12 points? Um, I mean, maybe. It, it might be the Tom Brady effect, so... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a couple bucks on the Bears and just and just roll with it and see what happens. Like I said, I'm gonna have twenty five dollars worth of funny money to use. <laughs> I can throw five bucks at the at the Bears plus twelve and a half. I think that's too many points. I think that's too many points to give the Bears. Just that's, saying, that's fair. Just saying. Not to mention, if I were if I were Justin Fields, this would be the game where I really want to go out there and and get jazzed up and and show I belong here. You beat the goat, you know. Yeah. So, okay. So that is that. So let's get on to this week's metric. I'm cruising right along. I am so freaking tired, Craig. How tired I just, are you? I'm so tired that I am just cruising through these picks. Where I, I don't even know where I am anymore. Who am I? Uh, he fakes the fake. <laughs> Why won't this open? Oh, there it is. It's open on the other monitor. God damn it. Two-monitor setup is playing with my brain. I went to a two-monitor setup this week in my house, and now 
I'm, I'm always looking at the monitor on the right, and it's open on the left. And I'm like, why won't this open? It's open to your left, dumbass. It's in front of your face. You're just not <laughs> looking in that direction. <sighs> All right, let's let's drag this to this monitor. Okay. All right, we're okay. We're okay. So, go to the metric. It says to the metric, let's talk quarterbacks. The metric goes, don't worry about it. I got 16 of them. And I'm like, no. First off, some of the 16, I'm completely disregarding. Daniel Jones, no. Not touching it. Goff, not touching it. Bridgewater, not touching it. Garoppolo, not touching it. Hurts, not touching it. Uh, Darnold, not touching it. I know the Giants are miserable. First off, the Giants are all dead. Barkley uh, might not play. Yep. Tony might not play. How Daniel Jones gets to 16 points, he's only 5,400, but how he gets to 16 points is beyond me. What I want to do, and probably won't be able to afford to do, is use Patrick Mahomes at 8,400. Because I think he's going to get back on track this game, and it's a great place to get back on track against Tennessee. If I can't use that, then I'm probably going to go a little cheaper, and I'm using either Matt Ryan or Tua. And Mm. I think you can use either one, because I think they're both going to score about 20 points, and they're right around the 5,500 mark. So if I can pay, if I can afford Patrick, I'm going to go Patrick. But if not, I'm going to probably go Matt Ryan or Tua. What are you looking at this week in quarterback? Uh, so this week, yeah, I think I think Mahomes is just right now is just too expensive for for what you're going to get. Um, I see. Do, I got him for 30 points. I think he's going to produce, even with the way he's been playing. That's my only yes. concern. Tennessee is very bad on defense. Very bad. Uh, I do. I have been thinking about a Ram stack, so I do kind of like Matthew Stafford at seventy one hundred. That's see that to me, he's too expensive for what he's going to produce against Detroit with a broken defense. Uh, maybe. I think they're going to run the ball a shitload. I think they're going to get up like thirty five to six, and they're just going to run the ball. I really do. I can't see. I can't see Detroit giving them any sort of challenge. No, they're not. Really? So I then, I so. mean, he may not even be. He, there's a realistic. There's a realistic possibility that Stafford doesn't play the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's true too, because Joe Burrow did not play the fourth quarter against either. <laughs> and Stafford's older, and they know this. So I'm just saying. That's true. That's true. Okay, but I yeah I don't you know. And then you know the thing, oh, the thing I'm kind of looking at. I mean, people have been down on Darnold the last two weeks, but he's playing the Giants. That's the thing. And the Giants. The, are the bad. Giants. The Giants secondary has promise, but it's so inconsistent you can't count on it. And he's fifty nine hundred, so that's so fifty nine hundred for Darnold or fifty seven hundred for Ryan. Hmm. See, I think Ryan's good for a couple extra points, so I'm gonna lean Ryan for two hundred bucks. Who Ryan's re- like what Falcons receivers are playing. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Okay. Running backs. Let's make this easy. You're using Derrick Henry. And then some Remember what really I said? I, 30 <laughs> points, I said, right? Yes. I just, I, and I did that without looking at the metric. I, I'm so busy today. I literally flew in the door after work. I sat down. I ran the algorithm. I went. I made dinner. I came back. We recorded. I've got him at 32 points, and he's 9,200. He is going to feast on Kansas City, and I say that as a cheese... According to my algorithm, I got him for about 140 yards and two touchdowns. I think that could actually be 180 yards and three touchdowns easy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm using Derrick Henry. Now, on the other side, well, how are you going to afford that? Easy. I'm going to use Darrell Williams. <laughs> oh, my God. How s- 
can I? Is it is it legal for me to make a lineup completely based off of one game? Uh, yeah, you just can't. I think. I don't think I, I can. With I think Cap- you can't with use Captain's more than... games. You can't use everyone on the same team. Right, and I think that's the same thing in classic lineups. I think you can actually only use four people from the same game. Because otherwise, I'm using Mahomes, Henry, and Williams to start my lineup. And yes, I realize I just spent a third of my cap on on 10% of my players. Don't care. (laughs) If I'm looking to save money this week, uh, Daryl Henderson, I I just said I think they're going to run the ball down their throat. I think Henderson's a nice option this week. But I've only got two guys above value, and they're Derrick Henry and Daryl Williams. So I'm looking to do that. What do you like this week at running back? Uh, Yeah, if you... You know, if you can fit him in, definitely start uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, Daryl Williams, I think, is a nice option at 5,800. And I, as much as it pains me to say this, I'm getting back on the, the Leonard Fournette bus. Um, he's starting to come around. Tampa Bay is starting to use him more, and he's 6,400. I just, I can't. I'm starting to. I didn't say I was actually. I'm considering buying a ticket for the Leonard Fournette bus. <laughs> Okay, so just just to be fair, I just ran, I just opened up a freebie lineup and put in Mahomes, Henry, and Williams into it, yeah. and I've only got twenty four thousand, twenty six thousand dollars left. I literally spent half my budget. You are on three you guys. are starting Hunter Renfro and Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who the metric wants me to start. Metric wants me to start Devontae Adams. That ain't happening in this lineup. <laughs> that is not happening in this lineup. Um, I'm sorry. Metric- who are the next two people? <laughs> Nick Nick Westbrook Akin Ikeen. But look what it's the Tennessee Kansas City game again. Yeah. He's thirty three hundred and again Kansas City is bad and the freaking Titans are beat up. Can I put him in my lineup? He might save my lineup. Because if he's that cheap, there he is. Thirty three hundred. I don't even know who this guy is, I'm gonna be completely honest. He had 5.7 points against Buffalo. He had three for 27. Oh, he's had three or four receptions three of the last four weeks. And week five, he didn't catch for anything. So, all right. I mean, we could use him. Uh, Then there's Rashad Bateman in Baltimore. Um, I don't know if I can trust any Baltimore receivers. He's only 3,400, but still. But look who the fourth name is on the list. It's Tyree Kill. He's 86. 8,600, and the metric says he's good for 25 to 26 points. Oh my god, this game is insane. Oh my god. I can't I can't fit him into this lineup. Like if I tried. Okay, I need I need a wide I mean a wide out, a tight end, a flex, and a defense, and I've only got fourteen grand left. And I still need so I would have to use Bateman, right? Because I need to save money. Right. All right, so we'll put Bateman in there. At least we got all right, so now we have everybody from the Kansas City Tennessee game except for Rashad Bateman. So who do you like at, at Whiteout this week? Um, so Whiteout, if I'm using high, like it's, it's you know, if I'm using Derrick Henry, I'm thinking I have to go cheaper or try to go cheaper. So you know, Cooper Cup is you know if I'm trying to stack Rams, Cooper Cup is a four hundred, so that might be a little hard to do. Might be possible. That's that's the other stack you got to consider, right? I mean, I'm sitting here stacking my team, but Daryl Henderson at sixty six hundred. Stafford, how much was Stafford? Stafford's at 7,100. That's really high yep. for him. You know, can, you, I, can you do that, though? Can, 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 you, can you stack Stafford, Henderson, and Cup and then fill in with value? I'm going to try to. Yeah, I think you've got to try. You'd have to look at people such as 
example, like T. Higgins, he's forty nine hundred. Mm. So that that's definitely an option. You know, you could try AJ Brown. He's sixty three hundred since he's apparently the only receiver in Tennessee now. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going. I mean, T. Y. Hilton's back from his injury. He's forty nine hundred. So there are people to use. It's just if you trust them to make value. Yeah, I don't I don't see a lot of those guys making value. All right, I found a way to fit everybody in. It requires me to use the Washington football team and Mike Jacecki. <laughs> they eh, well, you know. It took it took the entry with like six Chiefs in it. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. What the lim- I don't know what the limit is. I guess it would have told you. I thought for sure there is. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think this is this smells like a chalk week. Like, I'm looking at my value. My number one value play is Patrick Mahomes. He's also my highest scorer of the week at quarterback. My value of the week, according to the metric, at running back is Derrick Henry. He's also the most expe- He's also the highest scorer. Wide receiver, it's Devontae Adams. He's also the highest scorer. This feels like a go-chalk week anywhere you can. And maybe it's just because there's a couple of games. Where there's, there's just teams lined up against really bad defenses. Washington is going to give up points to Green Bay. Kansas City and Tennessee are going to give up points to each other. Atlanta and Miami are going to give up a lot of points to each other. Detroit is going to get run over. This feels like this feels like one of those weeks where cash lineups, you're going to need 170 points. At least. You know what I mean? It just feels like one of those weeks where if you pick one or two value plays and they hit, you can just go chalk and 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 laugh to the bank. But who yep. are those value plays? That's the problem. And I'm not really seeing a lot of good value plays out there that I like, all right, I can feel good doing it. Well, me, Cole Hardman's only 4,300. No. <laughs> no. T. Higgins at 49? I mean, maybe. I'm on St. Rot at 41? Not a chance. Oh, all right. Let's go to tight end. Maybe we, sa- we can save ourselves a tight end. Aha! Finally. The top name on the list is not the top scorer of the week because it's CJ Uzoma at 3,000. I've got him pegged for just under nine points. Can we trust CJ Uzoma? Uh, I think we can now. This is definitely a different Bengal team than seasons past. As much as the, you know, apparently ESPN and the media don't want to talk about them for some reason. Um, they did win on the road. I know it was against the Lions, but it was definitely like a definitive win. Uh, so I think this is going to be a really good game against Baltimore, and uh, CJ will be used a lot. I think. I agree. I agree. CJ Ozoma, I think, is taken uh, is definitely the lead over Drew Sample. There was some question thousands of years ago over who was going to be the lead tight end there, and I think it's Ozoma. Cole Komet is also on the list. I I think Chicago is going to keep that close, and I think they are going to use him a lot. Um, if you want to pay up a little bit, Mike Jacecki's forty seven hundred, and again, that game I feel is going to be a shootout. So there's that. So I mean, I think I think so. What I'm hearing in my head is I'm going Mahomes, Henry, and then either Adams or Hill. But after that, I have got to use value, and I can save a ton of money at tight end, and be go by going Uzoma. So I mean, that might be what I have to do. Now here's a question: Do you use uh, Ertz this week? Do you trust Ertz? No. I trust Ertz against Houston, I but he just got there. I he, I feel like he needs time before I can be. If this if this if he'd been there, if this was his third week there, yeah, I'd use him without a, without hesitation. But here's the thing: he's only thirty nine hundred because people don't trust him there yet. True. 
So he's going to have, he's either going to do nothing this week or he's going to break out. This is the question. When when does Zach Ertz get used to Arizona? If you think he can contribute this week, use him because that means this week he goes for like maybe even, even if it's just five for 50, that's 10 points. And people are going to be like, oh my God, look, he's, 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 he's just going to get more and more of a share. And next week he's going to be like 4,800. So you got to pick your moment. I just don't think that moment's here yet. I think it's a week off, but I could be wrong on that. I would, I would not be shocked if he went off. If I'm sitting at this goddamn meeting on, on Sunday <laughs> and my phone goes, do Zach Ertz touchdown, I will not be shocked. I will throw my phone across the room, but I won't be shocked. <laughs> Put it that way. That's not So I'm, what I'm hearing is tight end has value galore this week. Uzoma, Komet, possibly Ertz. These are all guys under 4K. Can I find value at defense? Sure uh, you can. They're see. called the Arizona Cardinals. They're 3,100. That's not value. Just, yeah. <laughs> That, but they're not the most expensive defense on the board. The Panthers are more expensive. The Packers are more expensive. Thirty-one hundred isn't a bad price. You know who I do like this week? Who? I really, and this is this is this is gutsy. This is balls. I like the Washington football team this week against Green Bay. Green Bay only put up twenty-four against the Bears. Washington keeps this could keep this close. Could even make a couple of decent plays. Their 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 run game, their run stopping isn't horrendous. It's not great, but it's not horrendous. I, I mean, that might be where I, if I'm looking for value, if I can afford to go better, hell yeah. If I've got the, if I've got nine hundred dollars more, I'm going with the Cardinals. But either way, it looks like this week my strategy is going to be Mahomes, Henry, super cheap tight end and defense, and then fill in the best way I can. Uh, no, That's that that like. that makes sense. I think it's going to be a very chalky week this week, like you mentioned before. So you are going to have to go cheap in places and tight end and defense is probably where you're going to have to go. Like, I don't think I would pay more than the Cardinals at 3,100. Like, Yeah, you got to come in under 3,100. I mean, so maybe the Colts could... at 3,000 is not bad against San Francisco. That's not a bad call either. Chiefs at uh, Falcons. Bengals at 2,800. And eh, I don't really like that. Browns at 3,000. Denver at 31. Is Denver against a banged-up Cleveland a better option than the Cardinals at 3,100? If you're playing a Thursday game, then yes. Oh, that's Thursday. Yeah. What about – no, I don't want to play 3,400 for the Pats. What about the Jets at 2,400? Playing New England? In hmm. New England. I mean, maybe, you know, Wait. Brady's gone, so. I mean, they look like they, – they, they, they looked good last week, the, the, the Pats, but still – you know who? Oh my God! I just looked down the list. Did you see the Rams are five thousand dollars? <laughs> Poor Detroit. <laughs> are you kidding? I mean, being who being a Bengal fan, hell? I feel bad for Detroit. They say really who in do. The holy hell is going to pay five thousand dollars to Someone use the will. Ram defense? Someone will. Not a chance in hell. I also think Tampa being four thousand is way too high. Way too high. Wow. Okay, so there's our, my advice on on DFS this this week, folks. There are there is solid chalk at at quarterback, running back, and wideout. Use two or three of those if you can, and then go cheap, very cheap at defense and tight end. There's a lot of value there, and then just fill in as best you can. I, I'm gonna all right. So let me just toss this out there before we move on. The final thoughts. 
let's say a general cash pool, a double up cash pool, $25 entry, just regular run of the mill mid tier entry fee. Yeah. What's the ownership percentage on Derrick Henry this week in DraftKings at 9,200? He's going to be over 85%, I think. That's what I'm thinking too. 80 to 90%. So there's your, so, so there's the one guy. Here's, so here's the, here's the balancing act. You can, you can follow the field there because the reality is he's probably going to get it. There's a 90% chance he gets at the end zone, gets at least 100 yards because Kansas City's bad. But what if he doesn't? What mm. if he comes up lame and pulls a calf muscle and they pull him just to be safe? And all of a sudden, now you've got Mahomes and Hill out there instead. You know what I mean? That's a and, and you could sit there and say, "Well, the same thing could happen to Patrick Mahomes." Absolutely true. Patrick Mahomes ain't going to be eighty-five percent owned. That's true too. That's the thing. If you're going to fade a, if you're going to fade a chalk player, you want to fade the chalk player. All things being equal, you want to fade the chalk player with the high, high um, ownership rate. Ownership rate isn't as important in cash games as it is in tournaments. But if you're good, if, if I'm sitting here and I say to myself, I, I, ha, I, I want, I want Mahomes, I want Henry and I want Hill, but I can only use two of those three. I'm fading Henry. Not because he won't do well, but because if he's the one that doesn't do well, it hurts more people not named Brit. <laughs> that is true. Now, I say that, and then he goes out, and I don't use him, and he goes out there and has 45 points, I'm losing. Yeah. Because 80% of the lineups have that 40 points. But it's something to consider. I probably, I, I take a balanced approach. I do three lineups every week, and I do two lineups based mainly on the theories that we present here. And then I look and I go, oh, I use Derrick Henry in both those lineups. I'm not using Derrick Henry in the third. I'll use a different chalk player. I didn't use Hill in any of them. I'll make sure I use Hill here. And that usually balances me out. And if everybody has a good week, well, then I went across all these different pools because somebody has to make a decision somewhere. But what if I lose $50 on those Derrick Henry pools but win 150 on the one where I didn't have him? Right. That's true. That's the thing. That's a th- So that's... It's a balancing act. You have to sit there and, and, and balance it out. So that's so I'm going to use that as my final thought before I throw it over to Craig. It's just just because we I am I feel really good about Derrick Henry, but injuries happen without warning. COVID happens without warning in some of these cases. We find out the day of that somebody's not eligible to play. Stuff happens. Make sure that you don't get stuck. If there's going to be a high ownership person, make sure you're on the right side of it in a cash game. Craig, what's your final thought this week? Um, along the same lines, like last week, you know, I went heavy with the same couple players and it did not work out. So definitely diversify your lineups. Like don't make, yeah, don't make 15 different lineups. Like make, Oh my God. Make, I would say three to five lineups at the yeah. most. Three is a good number, but if you want to like do a crazy tournament lineup, you know, you do that. That's fine. And then, um, you know, with, with, um, Online betting being uh, legal now in Connecticut. Uh, just a reminder, as we have on our website, just take it easy when you start doing it because it is just a, just like going to the casino. You hit buttons, things flash, it makes noises. Sounds yeah. good when you win, so just pay attention to what you're winning and or losing and how long you've been doing it. 
And let me just add on to that because that's a great final thought right there. Thank you, Craig. Just let me add on to that. Stick to your budgets. Stick to your budgets. A very long-standing rule of mine is when I go to the casino, I go to the bank first. I take out whatever money I'm going to be planning on on betting that day, and I leave the debit card at home. Yeah. I'll I put I dinner can go on the credit card. Because I, no matter how crazy I've ever, no matter how intoxicated or crazy, I usually don't drink when I gamble just because it's bad for me. But no matter how crazy I have gotten in, at times, I have never, I put, if I t- reach for that credit card and all of a sudden someone goes, oh yeah, you can get a cash advance. You're going to be paying for, for the rest of your life. It's like 67% in- interest <laughs> compounded hourly. But so I, I, I don't ever do that. But that's how you can sit there and say, okay, control. Same thing here. The difference is, it's real easy to click that deposit button. Oh, it really is. It really. Oh, I've, I blew through that fifty bucks. Eh, I got another fifty bucks I could waste. Be careful. Budget yourself. Stay on top of it. Now that being said, DraftKings threw me a few freebies <laughs> and um, FanDuel threw me some money, so I'm not gonna not use it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just let's just say um, there's more money in there, real money in there. <laughs> Then I put in there, and there's 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 still more, you know, um, promo money to be used. So I think the real money is coming out, and when the promo money is gone, it's time for the fancy <laughs> lights to stop spinning. Not to mention, I don't really, I don't really like video based gambling. Yeah. I want to see cards in front of me. That's it's fair. harder for me to fix a deck of cards while I'm sitting there watching you shuffle it than it is for a computer to say, "Oh yeah, you had aces, <laughs> and you're going to split them." Here's a three and a two. Good luck. <laughs> oh, you you bet on red, and it's red's come out the last four spins. Oh, it's black, black. now. <laughs> black, black again. Black double zero. Black. <laughs> oh, you bet on black now. Hey, look, it's red again. <laughs> oh wow! What are the well the, the odds are the odds are normalizing. See, I, there's just something. I understand. There's complex algorithms that go in to make sure that those. I st- there's just something now. for me. Yeah. About sitting with cards in my hand when it comes to my gambling. Yeah. Now, listen, if you're at the casino and yeah. you don't want to pay for drinks, no one knew this, you, you get free drinks if you're gambling, right? You could. Usually, if, yes. Usually. If you do, if you want to just kind of be by yourself and drink for free, you could just sit at the bar with video poker because that also counts as gambling and just get yeah. free drinks. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can I can one up you there. I I I I think you know this story, but I know we're almost we're we're way over time, but. I remember one time I was at the casino. This is going back like 10 years. I was at the casino and I was I was playing so poorly. I was down to like my last 30 bucks. So when I get down to like a certain point like that, I'm like, fuck it. It's time to go bet highlight. Oh, nice. And uh, I end up do, at the wait, sports book. Would you do that in Connecticut? Because I'll do that right uh, now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so, but we really should be able to. I, I would look into it. I, I ended up at like, I think it was Mohegan Sun's... Um, sports book and i just took i was like all right i'm gonna bet like 10 bucks on highlight yeah. and i got my tickets and i sat down at the bar and i just chucked the tickets on the counter next to me and the guy went are you drinking and he points at me and he points at the tickets and he points at me and he points at the tickets <laughs> and i'm like what does that mean he goes you're if you're betting you you drink for free as long as you have an active ticket i'm like well i just bet five bucks each on the next three games of highlight that's <laughs> 90 minutes to two hours i can easily drink 20 or 30 dollars with a beer <laughs> In the, the time it takes for these tickets to resolve, so line them up. So you're like, yes, <laughs> line them up. I just I just put ten dollars into your your magical highlight machine, and now you're telling me I get to drink free as long as one of these tickets is still active. Well, line them up, <laughs> and that's exactly what oh, I got sauced. Nice. I must have had, I, and and I hit on one of the one of the tickets. 
Did you? So now I've had like four beers. I hit on like the second game. Now my first thought is I just won like 30 bucks because Highlight doesn't pay much. Yeah. I won like 30 bucks. If I take the 20 and toss 10 more in, I can be here for another 90 minutes. <laughs> but they're going to take me out of here on a stretcher. <laughs> And so, and finally, I was just to the bartender. I actually took that extra ten. I just tipped the bartender and and, and thanked him for for the oh, that for was, the, that was for nice the good service. Well, you know, he's just handed me free beer. So I mean, but yeah. So uh, I really should be talking about this. But anyway, <laughs> you know what I should be talking about? What I should, should be, be talking about? about how you can you could help our show by leaving us a review. Whatever podcast directory you listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Player FM, iHeartRadio, we're on so many now. It's impossible to name them all. Leave us a review. Give us some feedback. If you'd like to talk to us directly, we are available via email, fignutsdfs at gmail.com. We are at fignutsdfs on Twitter, and we're the Football Fignuts Podcast on Facebook. It's hard. To, it's, it's funny how fast this time goes. It is. It really is. The season goes by quickly. Yeah, and the episodes. Like, I was, when we got to the metric, I was like, oh, man, we have all sorts of time. Now we're almost over an hour already. I can't believe it. Crazy, right? So... Uh, Craig will be back next week. I will not because I'm That's going right. to go do some Halloweeny stuff next week. I will be actually sitting in a brewery listening to ghost stories, and I can't wait. So uh, one of hopefully one of our, our fine contributors will be joining you next week. Um, we'll see what happens. The Thursday shift. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But until then, enjoy the football. We, we, we thank you for joining us. Hi to Deb. Hi, Deb. Um, and we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. My name is Britt. I'm Craig. I did that backwards. We are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast. Have a great week, everybody.